there. Just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast or even watch it on YouTube. I would love to hear what you think. I would love to get any suggestions and understand what kind of content you're looking forward to hearing more about. So please rate, please comment, please subscribe. And if you leave a review for the podcast, you'll get a freebie for efficient goal setting. So make sure to do that. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi there. Just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast or even watch it on YouTube. I would love to hear what you think. I would love to get any suggestions and understand what kind of content you're looking forward to hearing more about. So please rate, please comment, please subscribe. And if you leave a review for the podcast, you'll get a freebie for efficient goal setting. So make sure to do that. Welcome to the podcast, She is Fab, where we discuss all things fab, women empowerment, and life coaching. My name is Evelyn, also known as the Fab Chief Desk, and I am a mindset transformation coach. Welcome to another episode of the She is Fab podcast. My name is Evelyn, your host, mindset transformation coach. And today I have the pleasure of being joined by Jessica Suarez. She is an empowerment and self-sovereignty coach specializing in helping strong, independent women overcome the fear of being too much and the fear of success. She believes that dance floors, moonlight, and magic mushrooms are medicine. Welcome. Hi, thank you for having me, Evelyn. I'm so glad to be here. I'm so glad to have you. And just so you guys know that are listening or watching, we were laughing the storm before starting this, so the energy is already pretty good. Yeah, we're already like up here. Feels great. It feels great. I'm so happy to be here. I'm happy that you're here as well. So tell us about you. Tell us about the magical person that you are and what you do. Oh, yes, I would love to. So like Evelyn said, I am an empowerment and self-sovereignty coach. I'm also an actor and a writer and a filmmaker I'm a tarot reader. I am a very typical millennial multi-hyphenate. I am primarily a coach though. And um, I have been, I would say, slightly rebellious <laughs> since I was born, right? I've always really loved questioning the status quo and asking why and asking why not. And I've always been a very big personality, a big presence, outspoken, emotional, sensitive all those things that compounded when I was younger came across as too much, right? And it really developed into this sense and this fear of being too much, of taking up too much space. And it wasn't until I began my own 
personal development, quote unquote, healing journey that never really ends, um, mm-hmm. that I realized how much that, that idea, that core wound was manifesting in my life and the different ways that it was keeping me small and keeping me from living the life that I damn well wanted to live, right? Like we have all these shoulds and shouldn'ts, all the rules that we're given from the moment we're born. We're assigned all of these things and told a way to behave. And I already never liked that. But as I started getting older, it became more, you know, such like a call. I'm like, why? I see all these amazing, incredible, strong women around me. And so many of them are walking around disempowered and not connected to their own truth, not living the life that they want to live, right? Living the life that they think they should live or the life that someone else told them to live. And so, yeah, that's like a big part of why I do what I do, because I believe that ultimately the world will become a better place when we are Mm -hmm. all doing exactly what we came here to do and when we're being exactly who we came here to be no matter if that looks very different from your best friend or your mom or your teacher, you know, and just like embracing and accepting and loving that about myself, about ourselves. That is so important. So what was the catalyst for you to go into coaching? Because I'm sure you mentioned a couple of things that you did, but I'm sure that wasn't the first thing you had in mind in terms of a career pursuit. No. And it still isn't the only one, right? Like I also think this idea that we have to tether ourselves to one thing is so like, old age, let's say (laughs) it is no longer in a line with the age of Aquarius. Um, For me, the catalyst was really, well, I've always sort of played the advice giver role in my community and my circles. When I was in third grade, I set up a little booth on the playground called ask Jessica where people could come and get advice because people were always asking me for advice. And I had the audacity to think that I could tell them how they could fix their life. So (laughs) That was little third grade me. And, um, and that always just like sort of was a part of who I, who I was. And I worked at a meditation studio for a long time. So I've been working in the wellness world. And then it so happened that like I had a therapist, I had a coach and I decided to get a coaching certification for my own deeper personal development, right? Like the way a lot of people go into yoga teacher training, it was for my own, like, okay, I want to know myself more deeply. And then obviously at the back of my head, there was that niggle. That's like, maybe one day this is something that I want to do. And then I had like one person be like, Oh my God, you should be a life coach. And then another person, then my oldest and best friend who's known me since I was three was like, Jess, you really should look into life coaching. Cause I think, you know, you're a natural at it and people could benefit from it. I was like, okay. So I did the certification and I never finished, right. Those little ways that we hold ourselves back. I had like a little, little way to go. And then I had come back to Cabo Verde from New York just to sort of dump my stuff at home and go backpacking. And two mm-hmm. weeks before I was set to go, the world came to a shutdown. And I was like, okay, I have all this time on my hand. What am I going to do now? And so I finished my certification program as long with a whole bunch of other courses that I took. I was one of those people that like gobbled up um, further education in the beginning of the lockdown. And then last June, last June, July, I launched my practice and it was an immediate, like, I think within one week of announcing, I had like multiple people reach out and it felt like such an affirmation from the universe, just being like, yeah, this is absolutely what you're supposed to do. And since then I've been learning and growing and coaching and I, I really, really love it. And it's something that feels so in alignment, but that was really the catalyst. Like if I'm being honest was time. I had the time in the space. That's what's so interesting about, you know, COVID. COVID has affected people in so many different ways. Mm. Uh, But for some folks like you and I, it was actually an opportunity to absorb more knowledge, so to speak, Mm -hmm. or to finish things that you might have started. Um, I like, you know, I'm a multitasker. Yeah. Sometimes (laughs) I have so much like that I'm doing that I don't quite finish. And so Mm -hmm. I have to make sure I consciously put the effort in to close those things out. Um, and like you, what drove me to coaching, I've always been that person who, again, mm-hmm. would just open up to <laughs> and talk to. I could be at like the mall at Target <laughs> and I'm just like saying, hi, you know, how's your day? Just starting, you know, simple conversation. Next thing yeah. you know, I'm getting all the 411 and I'm just like, 
Are yeah. you sure you want to share that with me? You're like, okay, okay, cool, sure. And then, like, your friends were like, you should be a coach or you should be a therapist. You should be a psychologist. And I'm just like, ah. But yeah. eventually, I gave in around yeah. two years ago. So for me, it's always so inspiring when I hear other coaches' story of, like, mm-hmm. what drove them was their catalyst mm-hmm. uh, to get them to work in this way. Yeah, I've, I've always been interested in human behavior. My undergraduate, which I did at NYU, my colloquium was the intersection of performance and psychoanalytic theory. So I had a background already in, in psych. And mm-hmm. as an actor, you really need to know how people think, why they think, like what motivates them. I've always just been fascinated by people, right? And, and their behavior. And there's a part of me that loves humanity. There's part of me that hates it. There's part of me that's straight up like, how did we get ourselves into this mess? on this planet. Mm-hmm. Like could have been living on this gorgeous heaven on earth, naked, running around drinking wine, but no, we live in like these boxy concrete like jungles and have to go to work all day. <laughs> How did we get here? She said naked, right? <laughs> naked. Are you sure you want to see everyone naked? <laughs> no. <laughs> to be fair, I probably don't want to see everybody naked. But I would like the freedom to be naked if I want to be naked. <laughs> I can understand that. <laughs> no comment. But like, you know, in so many ways, I feel like we've, we've come so far from our nature, like our, mm-hmm. our true nature. And in so many ways we've needed to develop, right? Like development and evolution has given us so much. So it's that thing that's, it's not, you know, either or. It's both and, again. It's like we're gaining yes. so much, we're losing stuff, you know? And mm-hmm. that, that's the balance of being here on this planet. This just brought something to mind for me that, that I'm going to ask you. So mm-hmm. I'm from the Caribbean. My family's from the Caribbean, uh, Dominican Republic mm-hmm. to be specific. Mm-hmm. And I feel that I'm drawn to water often Mm. I'm drawn to nature often Mm -hmm. and I'm not sure if that's because we're from the Caribbean Mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on that because I think you're from Cape Verde too right yeah 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 my mom my mom's side of the family and my my dad is Mozambican so also a coastal country I was born in Portugal coastal country um yeah I think that it does have an impact for sure on you know, like there are some people that are like, oh my God, I'm just so drawn to like the cold forest mountain. And I'm like, yeah, like maybe I'll go for like two weeks, but like, you're not going to go see me like go live in the woods. <laughs> That's just like not my vibe, but it's just like not in me. Right. Like it's not in my ancestral DNA. However, there are also places that we connect to, I think from different lifetimes, right. And different existences that like, maybe you're just called to a place because you've had a different time there or you're just called there because you're called there. But I do think there is something like I, I'm also from an Island. So being near water is so essential for me. Like yesterday I woke up feeling sick and I was like, okay, I need to go to the beach. I need to go like be with mama ocean and just like cleanse a little bit. Like I went for five minutes, took a dip, swam around for five minutes and left. Like I was like, I just need Mm -hmm. to like, this is a quick recharge. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Cause it does feel like, recharging my batteries. And I think nature in general is such um, potent medicine, right? And now science Mm -hmm. is obviously catching up to that as well. And people are being recommended to go spend time in nature and go like lay in the grass. People have earthing practices to reconnect with um, the Mm -hmm. earth. And I I think it is really powerful. And that's maybe some of what we've lost a little bit in in becoming more civilized um, Mm -hmm. is that connection and just time in nature, you know, like we spend all these times in like apartments and concrete blocks and glass buildings in uh, for a lot of people, right? Not everybody, but for a lot of people, if you're in urban centers um, mm-hmm. and it begs that question, like, what are, what are we missing out by not, you know, being in communion with the trees and the mud and the butterflies every day? Yeah, it's, it's pretty important. Like my story's a little bit different than yours about going to the beach because I can tell you beaches here are pretty cold, so I'll yeah. go there and then I'll sadly look at the water because I can't go in. <laughs> but I get to enjoy, you know, the 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 yeah. air and the scent of the ocean, mm-hmm. which I love. 
and you know the sand between my feet but to take it back to your point about us having lost touch with nature i find that i need to it, it's it's part of the service mm-hmm. of self-care for me mm-hmm. so i'm just curious you know if you felt the same way and if that was somehow driven because of our background or cultural background, right? Where we're from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it has to be. I think it's connected at least. Like my, yeah. same, similar to you, my standard for beaches is very high. Like if I go, so I'm like, listen, this is not a beach. Like the East, I lived in New York. People like, let's go to the beach. I'm like, oh, all right. Like let's go to the Rockaways. Sure. <laughs> but Did you ever not- go to Manhattan Beach? Um, No. It's called Manhattan Beach, but it's not in Manhattan. It's not Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know of it. Never went. Um, no. All of those beaches. It's the like, only I one dumb, I liked. But I'm just like, it's not the same. Like, I'm very mm-hmm. like warm, tropical, clear blue waters kind of beaches. Mm-hmm. So I've been I seeing all my social feed people posting about, like, the beaches up there. And I'm just like, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> You're like, I'm going to sit here on my cold beach and just, like, look at it and absorb it. <laughs> Um, so talking about nature, you know, you've, you've mentioned how you feel that we need to be in touch with or that as a society, as people, we've lost touch with nature. Do you incorporate that in your program in any way? Cause I feel like you are a holistic coach yeah. as well. Like you're not just empowerment and sovereignty. I feel like there's more to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, we use these labels cause it's easier for people to identify. Right. Mm-hmm. And you will know this, like any type of coach, they're going to, you're going to touch on all aspects of someone's life, right? Because everything mm-hmm. is so intertwined. And for me, it really is like a holistic approach, right? Like empowerment is so important, but embodiment is probably the basis of all my work. Like we need to come back to the body. And so much of what the body needs is that connection with nature, right? It's mm-hmm. not something right now that I incorporate in all of my programs because we're all like digital. It's like recommendations that I make to people depending on what they're going through. In the long term, I plan to host more retreats than anything with because that is a big, really big component for me. It's like mm-hmm. we gain so much just by being out with Mother Earth, right? Like there are people's lives change when they go on these like hikes and treks and climbs and experiences because there is something so potent about just the power of nature. So I do think it's something that, you know, if a, if a client is sort of struggling with reconnecting with their body, I'll suggest like go reconnect with nature first, right? Like sometimes that might be easier. It's a, it's a gentler approach into that more natural aspect of existence. Go spend some time mm-hmm. in nature, maybe walk on the sand barefoot, go hug a tree, go like, climb a mountain, go on a hike. I had a horrible hike last year up a volcano and I almost <laughs> died aside. <laughs> but um, yes, don't almost die on a hike, but do that. And I think it is it's a great way to just come in, come back into touch with ourselves, you know, like leave the phone at home or take like three pictures of your be- at the beginning, three pictures at the end, put the phone away for the rest of the time and just be like... <laughs> what can I learn from nature right now? Because there's so much to learn from the world around us. You made a good point there regarding uh, technology. We're all victim to it. We'll go somewhere and we're not always fully present. You know, we have our phones out for the IG pic or the Snapchat, or if you're a YouTuber, you're trying to, you know, gather content. But it's important to set aside time to actually be present, be in the moment and absorb what is happening. Yeah. It's so important. And it's, it's so hard. Like, let's be honest. These, these have become extensions. That's like, I'm mm-hmm. recording it. It's on the table. It's face down on silent. But it's on the table in front of me, right? Like <laughs> I, I'm aware of where my device is. They've become yes. extensions of how we operate. And, and it's so important to sort of bring that intentionality and know how you relate to it. Right. Cause some people get mm-hmm. very social media, can put them in a really negative space. Some people can feel really empowered by it. You know, some people feel safe by knowing that emergency services are a call away. We didn't have that luxury 20 years ago, right? Like, yes. 
there are benefits and there are detriments, but it is, like you said, the intentionality of the presence, like mm-hmm. choosing when, setting some bound, <laughs> some boundaries around your time. I'm going to um, call myself out here for those that don't know my age. <laughs> but I grew up uh, where there were no cell phones. That wasn't a thing. <laughs> there was no social media. <laughs> I got my first computer when I was in my 20s. So. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I know what it's like to be without, I remember what it was like and how people engage versus how people engage and interact nowadays. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm okay Mm -hmm. with leaving the phone, putting Mm -hmm. it away for a period and going away for a weekend and, you know, having it off or not Mm -hmm. having reception, you know, doesn't freak me out. But for folks who grew up with technology, with, you know, that ease, it is a lot more difficult to detach. It is. It is. And I mean, not having reception is amazing. Honestly, like it's one of those things that's like, (laughs) wait, like I just have no excuse. This is great. Like I'm just off the grid. Um, But I remember, do you remember when dial up became a thing and the Mm -hmm. sound of like dial up internet? I think about that all the time (laughs) of just that like sound of the internet connecting and me like trying to use the internet and be like, Jay, did you pick up the phone to my big yes. friend? <laughs> get off the phone. I'm trying to get on the internet. <laughs> Getting the oh AOL freaking cards every month. Yes. And it's crazy. And I think because I grew up in Ethiopia, like I, for my age and for a lot of my peers, I got into the digital space a little later. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we probably got internet when I was like 11, <laughs> 10, 11. And until that, we just didn't have internet. Like we did not live with internet. Now I'm like, what was life before internet? But no, we, we were fine. We lived, we like functioned. We didn't have internet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. And now it's so, like my little sister has never not known a world without smart devices. Like she mm-hmm. wouldn't even conce- be able to conceptualize that. She's like, you what? Yeah, that's what's, what I'm just like, if only you knew what it was like before. But you know what? I actually appreciate and am more so fond of what it was like before because I feel like you had to go out there to mm-hmm. engage, to socialize, to know what's mm-hmm. happening in the world versus now. It's like it's at your fingertips, so there's less effort, which means you're like you're going to find an excuse to mm-hmm. not go out there and engage because it's right there mm-hmm. in the palm of your hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's the, again, that balance. We've gained and lost. We've gained and lost. That is just like the eternal dance, I think, of development. And it's just going to keep being like that as we go further mm-hmm. and further and further. Because technology is not slowing down at right. all. Just going to get just, um, better, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. I mean, yeah, I don't know where we're going. I'm like, I, I literally can't conceptualize what what's going to be around in 20 years. Well, I have to say, I back in the day, I never thought we'd be where we are today. And there are days where I will sit and I'll just be like, wow, it's so amazing. Like all the stuff that I have access to. Yeah. Because, you know, we take a lot of things for granted, even yeah. even like the things that make our life easier. So yeah. I do take moments where I'm just like really just in awe of mm-hmm. how things work. Right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I, I'm not an expert in everything, so I can't tell you how a mobile device actually works, how things it's are all magic what the to technology, me. you know? It's all magic. <laughs> but it's amazing. And it lets us do our job, right? In a state yes. of COVID where we can yes. interface with our clients, like, it is such a blessing. Yeah, yeah. And it, it is, it's opened up the world, right? It's opened up the world and it's shrunk the world. Because now, mm-hmm. like you said, jobs, connections with people are no longer limited by geography, by borders, that, you know, that's not a thing anymore because we can connect instantly. I don't know how we're talking right now, but it's happening. Like I said, to me, it's all <laughs> magic. And access to information, right? Like we can arguably, the huge civil rights movement that happened last year would not have happened without social media, right? Yes. Wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. The immediacy of information, the transparency mm-hmm. and the truth is harder to hide now. At the same time, the truth is easier to manipulate now because of the technology that we have. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, again, 
that we're, we're gaining and losing, <laughs> and losing, but yeah, it, it enables us to do our job. And that is for that. I'm so grateful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm grateful as well. Again, it's letting us have this conversation and this connection. <laughs> so going back to, uh, you talked about retreats. So in your coaching practice, mm. uh, have you had retreats before or is this the first time that you're planning to have a retreat? Yeah, no, I'm planning to have a first one. I worked in event production in New York for a long time and I've gone to mm-hmm. retreats, um, but I'm actually planning my first one for this year. Yay, it hasn't been announced yet. It. Well, it hasn't been announced yet. <laughs> okay, but, so we'll wait. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll wait for, you know, more details to come out. It all really depends on the vaccine rollout and COVID travel restrictions and all of mm-hmm. that, right? Like it's yeah. still hard to plan. It's still hard to plan mm-hmm. things. I feel you on that. There's so many people who want to, you know, schedule retreats or even for those yeah. that are in part of the coaching institutions where they have retreats uh, mm-hmm, throughout mm-hmm. the year. It's just like, oh, we have to wait and see how things play out. But I am itching to do some travel. So hopefully yeah. <laughs> in the fall, things will be better. I'm ready to go. I'm like, bags packed. Like someone's like, you can go. I'm like, ready on a plane. Take me somewhere. <laughs> oh, well, that's another thing too that I love connecting with people that are like across the world because if you, if you develop really good friendship, it's like, hey, I'm yeah, exactly. coming over. Like, Hello. <laughs> Do you have a place for me to stay? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so tell us about your coaching program, right? Yeah. Is it a new program that you're launching? Is it an existing program? So I, I work with clients one-on-one. That's an existing thing. And I have a digital course called Becoming Brilliant, How to Overcome the Fear of Success, which is a self-paced, self-guided course. It's, I think, like seven, eight modules for a total of like two hours. So it's really like a mini course, but it's a great introduction into my work, right? Um And now I did just launch my group program called Unchained and Untamed. And we start at the end of April and it's amazing. Like the response has been wonderful and it is really holistic, right? Like I don't even, like I struggle to call it a group coaching container because it's more than just that. It incorporates a lot of my like spiritual practices. A lot of my performance background is coming in. Like Mm -hmm. we're going to do some like performance-based activities And it's 10 women and we go through my coaching framework, which is three steps, which is clarity, alchemy, and embodiment. And it's the same three steps I take my private clients through, but we're going to do it in a group, which I think is, Mm -hmm. there's like such magic in group work. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I'm super duper excited about it. It's really to help. It's directed towards strong, passionate, independent women like me and you who are aspiring change makers, right? Like people who are driven to impact the world in some kind of positive way, whether that's helping people with their mental health or their emotional regulation. We have healers and breathwork teachers. We have sensual dance instructors in the program, people who want to birth like incredible businesses who want to like shake things up a little bit but are getting stuck in that from like, oh, I want to into like, I'm doing it, right? Because there Mm -hmm. is such a chasm between wanting it, planning it, dreaming it, and then actually actioning it, birthing it, being it, living it. And so Mm -hmm. we're all going to get there together. And I'm so, so excited. I've never created anything more magical in my life. And I've been creating. I'm excited for you. (laughs) Thank you. I mean, I've seen, obviously, in following on social media, I've seen mentions of the program, you know, on Facebook, on IG, which for me, when I see other coaches putting stuff out there that I know is going to be impactful and just help people, I get so excited for them. I'm all about support, right? This is not competition. Yes. There's enough for everybody. So support and uplift your uh, your sisters. Yeah. Yeah. It's so important. It's so important. Um, We talked about that before. Like, I'm like, so not about the like competition mindset because it's, mm-hmm. it's an energetic thing. Like people who like, it's not even, it's beyond that. There's like more than enough, right? Like there's, that's not to say that someone who works with you can't work with me or would want mm-hmm. to work with, but you know, like it's such a like silly little mindset trap. I think we've gotten ourselves into that sense of competition and exactly. scarcity Mm-hmm. Scarcity. That's a key word right there. When you're always thinking about what you're lacking, 
and scarcity, you're attracting more of that lack. Yeah. And you're, you're operating from that place, right? Like if you think there isn't enough, then you're going to behave in a way that's rooted in fear rather than one that's rooted in love and trust and empowerment. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little more about your, your program that you, that you launched. It starts April. Um, how many folks are you allowing to come into the program? 10. I'm keeping it really intimate because of the nature. There's In the alchemy portion, which is the longest portion, we spend a big time going into shadow work and integration, which is sort of a lot of where I live and a lot of the work that I do, because I believe that in a lot of the wellness world, especially when people are like coming in, right? Like self-care, personal development 101, it can be easy to bypass all the like shadow stuff, the the scary shit that like Mm -hmm. we don't necessarily want to come face to face with. And I think that that's really where the magic lies, right? Like in the things that people hide from other people because they're ashamed of, I think that's where their beauty is. And it's about like Mm -hmm. loving that part and accepting that part of ourselves just as much as the outward part that we do showcase towards the world. And because of that, I do want to keep it intimate, right? Like 10 people um, live, not pre-recorded because I want there to be a sense of just that like energy and community. Six of the spots are actually already gone as of this morning. So that's really exciting for me. And it's, it starts as well as the 12 weeks, it's weekly calls. I also have three liberated lady parties. I call them. They're going to be like monthly where it's going to be more like social based where people can come and like have that aspect of community and sisterhood, which I also think Mm -hmm. is so healing, right? Like women supporting women, connecting with women, that in itself is so, it's such medicine. And it goes against Mm -hmm. that idea that we're taught of like catty women or like, I'm not like other girls and all those things. No, I want to be like those other girls because they're amazing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And fostering some of that. So that's a part of it. There's 10 days of pre-work, a whole daily journal, a worksheet. Like I've literally poured my like heart and soul into this program. So I'm really excited about it. And I'm sure I'm going to be offering it again and again, but this is mm-hmm. the inaugural launch. So it has like a very, very, very discounted price. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you guys heard it here. She is launching her program April 1st, 10 spots, but if six are already uh filled so only four Uh spots available although by the time that this podcast (laughs) airs it'll probably be like mid to end of your program (laughs) so you can hear about it for the next time around (laughs) yeah so you can sign up the next time around how long is the program it is 12 weeks 12 weeks okay yeah 12 weeks weekly calls with 10 days of pre-work so yeah so you get to be preemptive Prepare yes. for the program before you yeah. dive in. Yes. Get on that wait list. I will be having wait lists for the next time. Yes. Around. And we're going to put obviously all of her details, you know, in the podcast details and the YouTube details. As I always tell you guys, follow, subscribe, comment, support, right? Because you never know what you will get out of it, right? Whether it's going to mm-hmm. benefit you or benefit somebody else that will be touched by the connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for giving me that space to share. Of course. You're welcome. Again, it's all about empowerment. We want you to share what you're doing and what you have coming up so folks can actually connect and find you if they haven't already. Yeah. Come find me, y'all. I'm very accessible. I love to chat. (laughs) (laughs) And she's great. If you're not watching the YouTube (laughs) and you're listening, go to the YouTube because... The energy is amazing. I fully believe that you can feel somebody's energy and vibe even remotely. Oh, yes. I think (laughs) for sure. No, we've all been in those meetings. I know some of the listeners have been in those meetings during this time when you're just like, oh my gosh, this energy is slowly killing me of this meeting. Why did I get out of bed to be present in this meeting? (laughs) And this is not that. We have great energy. So, you know. This is why sometimes, depending on what the call is, like if it's a group thing, I will not have my video on because I'm the person that you can tell what I'm feeling on my face. <laughs> and I'm just like, poker face. Poker face. <laughs> no, I have I have no poker face, so I feel you. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, getting back on track because yes. I can I can talk and I, and you know again when the energy and vibe is, is great, like you can just go off. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And then you're just like, oh my gosh, wait, did we answer any of the questions? <laughs> right. So your program starting April first. It's the launch of the program. It starts uh, it April thirtieth. It starts April April thirtieth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So maybe I doubt it, but maybe if she has seats still open, you could yeah. kind of like ninja your way in. Yeah. You could like sneak in there, you know, let me know. Yes. And if not, again, she's going to have a wait list, get on the wait list. Exactly. Uh, 12 weeks is a short time. Like it, for some folks, it seems like a long time, but for me, it's, it's like a short time. <laughs> yeah. I think so. It's 12 weeks. Listen, we've all felt time like fly by. Mm -hmm. It is April of 2021. Mm -hmm. No, like 12 weeks is like a blip, you know? You're just like, whoa. Yes. So for those of you that are, you know, uh, commitment phobes when it comes to time, (laughs) think about it that way. It is not a long period. And in that period, you're going to get so much, gain so much, and make some real change. Yeah. And make some amazing connections, you know? That's also just like so important. And commit to yourself. That's always what I tell people, right? I'm like, first, check in with yourself. Does it feel right? Mm-hmm. And second, like, let gift yourself that for anything. That's what I tell myself when I I <laughs> spend so much of my money on personal development and wellness services, like Me a too. lot. <laughs> and it's one of those that I'm always like, I am so happy to give you my card. Here, take my money because it's for me, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so hard because we're not we're actually not taught to have that mindset, you know, like Mm -hmm. that's why when people are at the beginning of their self-care personal development journey, I think it can be a little intimidating, like the cost of some services or programs and they're like, Oh, like, is it selfish to spend this much of myself? Or like, you know, that Mm -hmm. scarcity mindset does come up and it's like, listen, there's anything in the world we should invest in above all it's ourselves, right? Like whether Mm -hmm. that's taking yourself on the vacation or gifting yourself that, hot stone massage like I'm always on team mm-hmm. do it if you have the funds available do it you know don't you save up for a rainy day there. yeah um when it comes to self-care because if you think about it if you take time to really assess where your money goes a lot of us will ditch a thousand dollars on an iphone or we'll ditch money on a handbag this is for the ladies um uh, we'll <laughs> money on some louboutins or, or, or what have you or you know our attire you know our makeup uh yeah. Shampoo, like all the things that we spend money on, like if you add it up, it's insane. And when you think about self-development, we give less priority and, and place less importance on taking care of the self internally, mentally, mm-hmm. uh, physically, uh, you know, our soul, the heart. But you have to change that thought process, right? Why is our self-care the last thing on the list. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Why is self-care something we run to as a reactive measure rather than a preventative measure, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, why do we have to get to that stage of burnout, of heartbreak, of just like, you know, really, really deep unhappiness to then invest Mm -hmm. in our self-care, especially nowadays when we have the information and there actually is so much accessible self-care, right? When people come to me with the money thing, I'm like, okay, I'm going to give you this list of resources that are free mm-hmm. or low cost. I'm literally just going to give you this list of resources because it's not really about getting you to work with me, right? Like, as I said, it's not about that scarcity. It's about mm-hmm. getting you to invest in yourself because I believe that the world collectively becomes a better place when we're all showing up from our healthiest, fullest selves, Right. So there are options out there. And I think as people begin to invest in like the small steps, then investing a large amount, four figures into your personal development is nothing over the course of your whole Mm -hmm. life. Like the level of transformation. I'm like, sure. Like for what I'm going to get, how do I put a number value on myself? Like there's no value Mm -hmm. of how worthy I am. Like we're all invaluable. I love that you said that you provide resources. Like when folks come to you where the money can be a roadblock, that you're able to offer that help. Not all coaches do that. So that's something to keep in mind. If a coach is doing that, they're really looking out for your best interest and help you. Yeah. Keep in mind too, coaches usually have uh, 
there's like a lump sum payment. They may have payment plans, you know, several different types. And some coaches, it doesn't hurt to ask, guys. Closed mouth, don't say. get fed. Reach yeah. out to the coach and say, here's what I'm looking to do. Here's what could be in my budget and see if they'll work with you in some way. Yeah. Yeah. My first coach, she gave me a major discount on her services because I was just upfront with her. I was like, this is what I can afford right now. She went back. She sat with it. It felt like an okay number for her. And, you know, she was, we did the services, but you need to ask, right? Like sometimes we have that like money shame as well. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, y'all, we know the world we're living in. We know a lot of people are struggling. I would rather someone come ask and tell me because people can't guess anyone's financial situation, right? Mm-hmm. And even if someone's not right for me, yes, I can give them lists of resources. If it's not even about the money, it's just a vibe. I might be like, oh, like I'm not a good fit for you, but let me refer you to my friend, Evelyn, right? Like she might be better for you. Like look for people who speak to you in that way, who empower you to make the decision rather than just like sell you on them. Because if there's one thing I tell everyone is that no one is the solution to your problems. You are. No person out there is your guru and no one is going to fix you. When people come to me wanting me to fix them, I usually don't work with them. I'm like, no, Mm -hmm. I don't want that responsibility. First, you're not broken. Second of all, I need you to believe in you more than I believe Mm -hmm. in you. And I believe in you a lot. You know, like it needs to be, we have to prioritize ourselves. We have to want it. No one can want it for us. Exactly. It starts with you. You know, our roles as coaches, like she said, we're not here to fix you. We're not here to do the work for you. We're yeah. just uh, individuals who can guide, provide accountability, and develop a strategy along with you. But all the work that happens has to stem from you. You you have to want it more so. We can't want it for you. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Coaches, we're there to guide. That's the most important thing. And because... Yeah, that's so important to me because there's sometimes where like the answer that's correct for a client is not the answer that would be correct for me. And I also Mm -hmm. need to be able to check myself. Like you need a coach that can check themselves on that. That's like, I'm guiding you towards, towards your answer, even if it's not the thing I would choose myself. Right. And that I think for coaches is a way that we coach ourselves like in the process. It's like, okay, how am I checking myself in this? You know, which that's what I love about coaching. I feel like every time I come out of a session, I've like benefited myself. I'm like, I'm like, is this selfish? Like, I get so much benefit out of like you are the work. That's something that I don't believe enough coaches talk about. The fact that even though you're working with a client and you're trying to help them on their journey, in some instances, if not all, you find growth in it yourself as a coach, and like yes. it benefits you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think you also attract the kind of clients you attract for a reason. Like there's something in that process that's healing for you and learning for you. And I think that's true of of any job. If we choose to show up with that presence and that intentionality of like, Hmm, like what, what am I gaining? What am I learning about myself in this process as well? And I think that sort of like a gripe that I can sort of come to with the coaching industry is when coaches present themselves as like all knowing and nothing, Mm -hmm. nothing to heal or fix. I would never hire you. Like (laughs) would never hire you. Like we're all like on a growth, you know, and I like people Mm -hmm. who can be honest about that. And even those reminders, you know, like you post those beautiful like affirmations and text reminders that I'm a coach and I'm still like, oh, this is so great to like remind, remember, like, I want to remember this, of course. Like, why not? It. You know? No, that's, well, there's truth in that, you know, guys, even though we've gone through, you know, our several paths, whether it's through accreditations, certifications, actual work that we've done, we have tools and resources that can help in situations, but we are human ourselves. So we will suffer from certain things at certain times. If you are not admitting that, if you are, putting yourself out there as, to your point, all-knowing, uh, superhuman, <laughs> perfect, uh, something's wrong with you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, mm, all right. I wouldn't want to work with you either. <laughs> <laughs> it is because we want, like, humans, right? Like, we want mm-hmm. real people. And um, I think that people, there's, like, that old saying that, like, your therapist has a therapist who has a therapist. Like, mm-hmm. don't forget about that. It's a... We're all here on this planet together helping each other, right? Like the 
the line on my newsletter that goes out, the closing line every week is thank you for walking me home, which is a Ram Dass, mm-hmm. like line, a Ram Dass quote, but it's like, yeah, like everyone that's in my space on my newsletter subscribers, which by the way, guys, you should subscribe to. It's like my pride and joy. It's like my baby is my Friday newsletter. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. Um, but it's that thing that's like, of course, if you're in my community, if you're in my space, whether I know you or not, you're part of my journey back home to myself. We're all here mm-hmm. to help each other out. And none of us can go it alone. And I don't want to go it alone. Mm-hmm. That is a beautiful message. And it says a lot, right? Not just in how you engage, but the authentic, genuine connection that you're trying to make, whether they're yeah. your clients or not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because, you know, you know this, there's going to be so many people that follow you on, on Instagram, right? Like you have mm-hmm. a, you have a pretty decent size, size following that you might not even realize how much you're impacting your, their life or their mm-hmm. day with what you're posting. And that always like strikes me when someone will come into my inbox and they'll be like, Hey, I subscribed to your newsletter like months ago. And I just want to tell you that it's like changed my life and it's inspired me. And I'm like, Oh my God, I didn't even know you were reading it, but like, that's amazing. Thank yes. you. And that always feels so good because I think for everyone out there, right? Like everyone, not just coaches or mm. healers, you are impacting people when you don't even realize you are just by like mm-hmm. being who you are. And, you know, why not be the best version of ourselves so we can inspire people to be the best version of themselves and just like be beacons for each other, all of us on, yes. the, on that, on the journey. Exactly. You never know who's watching, who's listening. You know, you mentioned my following. Okay. Yeah. It's a decent following, but guys, I wish you would engage more. Like stop being shy. Guys, engage with your shit. It's really good. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> That's why I really don't look at those numbers. Those are vanity yeah. numbers, right? For me, such... it's about the outcome and results. Even this podcast mm-hmm. is about the information that the audience mm-hmm. can absorb. Uh, mm-hmm. And for me, it's about genuine connections too. like connecting with you, Jessica, you know, you yeah. express interest in the podcast, you know, we got you on uh, and it's beyond that. Right. I feel like I found yeah. somebody that I could genuinely share energy with yeah. outside of this. Yeah. Who you can have a place to stay when you come visit Kick Bird. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you guys heard it here. She camera tracked it. <laughs> I would not. I'm so the kind of person that I'm just like, let me invite everyone. And I think I get it from my mom because she mm-hmm. loves when we have friends over. She's like, guys, you should invite your friends to Cape Verde. And I'm like, okay, mom. Oh, sure. Gosh, but she just like love loves it. it. <laughs> oh my god. Your goodness. mom is awesome. <laughs> she is she's she is an amazing lady. Um, but yes, I agree. Also, the it's so funny. The you mentioned they like guys engage more, which is so funny because it is this like really weird thing on social media, right? Like we're super aware that they are vanity metrics. Mm-hmm. Yes. And at the same time, there are people <laughs> who like will see my stuff and like message me about it, like on the side, like months later. And I'm like, I would have no idea that you saw my, like literally I would have no idea that you saw my stuff. Like, hello. What post is this? <laughs> Like a like would be nice. Like you call yourself my friend. Hello. <laughs> oh my goodness. But it is because it also, I think it um, encourages us, right? Cause like you said, we're human to keep putting out work. Cause when people mm-hmm. engage, I'm like, yes, I want to create more content for my audience. Like when people engage, I'm like, okay, yes, this is resonating with them. Like I know what they want to hear or listen to. Cause Mm-hmm. As we've seen, I am a talker. I can go on a tangent about anything. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like what do they want to hear me <laughs> ramble about today? And it's like nice to know, you know, guys, it's so mm-hmm. hot here. <laughs> She's fanning herself. <laughs> no, but that's a good point. Like, guys, we put content out there that we think is going to help and inform, but you engaging tells us, yes, this content is what I want to see. And if not, let us know what you want to see more of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Slide into our DMs. Like, mm-hmm. you know, let us know. Be like, oh, I would love to hear your thoughts on this. I have thoughts on everything. Let's go. Like, I could talk about <laughs> buttons. Let's talk about <laughs> buttons. Like, sure. 
<laughs> That's a good point to the DMs. Do not be afraid to reach out to people in their DMs. I don't care how famous they are because you yeah. never know, right? They could yeah. be checking every single message or not at the moment, maybe later. Yeah, exactly. And they might respond, you know, like you have no idea. We always see, did you see recently? I think it was like last week on TikTok, this guy posted this video about for his birthday, all he wants is to be best friends with Chrissy Teigen. And he just wants Chrissy Teigen to follow him. And like uh-huh. so many people tagged Chrissy Teigen and she followed him. She was like, yes, <laughs> I'm, giving, yeah, I'm giving you what you want. And I was like, you never know. Like, that's amazing. That's a very Chrissy Teigen thing to do. But that's very like, awesome. And I love her. I follow her too. Me too. Like, she's too. hilarious. She's, she's fucking hilarious. I love her. And she keeps her real, which I really appreciate. Yes, she does. I do too. Whenever she's talking about, like people will come in and talk about something about how good she looks or their life. She'll be like, you have to realize I'm very rich. Like I have a lot of money. Like this is a result of my privilege. And I'm like, I really appreciate that honesty. Cause the worst is when yeah. someone is like trying to like, level with you like we're the same and you're like we do not have the same issues like no. we do not have the same issues. listen if i had celebrity money okay i would be in the best shape of my life i would have hair yes. like down to my ankles yes. <laughs> Guys, Jennifer Lopez. yes because jennifer lopez is in her 50s and she looks better than i've ever looked in my life and it's because she has a team to make sure she looks like that every day. Her, her body and is ridiculous. I'm just like, you're 50, bro. Like, who are you doing this for? <laughs> her body is insane. She is stunning. I'm like, holy, wow. Halle Berry, too, in her 50s. I'm like, yeah. Oh how do you goodness. look like that? <laughs> I hope that when I'm old and decrepit, I can at least stand upright and not be hunched over. That's my goal. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're going to hold you to that. Give me that. Good posture. <laughs> Holding you to good, good posture. <laughs> I don't know if I can, you know, be like J-Love or Halle Berry, but Listen. you know, one can dream and hope. <laughs> oh my goodness. We should send Listen, everything, episode. everything takes, you know, <laughs> takes work. Okay. Like you, yeah. I'm, I'm saying that I can't be like JLo or Halle Berry. You could, if you, you could, want enough, yeah. you can definitely create that for you. I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Do exactly. It's a, it's a priority. Right. And it's like mm-hmm. a, I very much, I'm a Taurus. I'm an indulgent person. I will never give up any food. I've already decided oh that. Oh my I'm gosh. Like, you're a Taurus. I am. That's why we I'm, get along so well. I'm Virgo and we Taurus are, are like amazing. <laughs> I have a Taurus sun, Sagittarius moon, Capricorn rising. Capricorn as well. So you have yeah. two signs that we gravitate to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That earth. It's that earth connection. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God, you guys. This is this conversation is going so well that we're just like, the flow <laughs> is amazing. It's but, great. People are going to love this, <laughs> but let's get back on track. Let's get back on track. So, Jessica, what is your main outlet? I know you have several outlets that you share and engage in, but do you have one that's like your main outlet? Definitely Instagram. Instagram and my newsletter. My newsletter is where I share like every week. There's sort of like a mini coaching session slash teaching as well as a personal story and a roundup of resources. Mm-hmm. And then like a roundup of things that I'm offering that week or that month, if it is applicable. And like mm-hmm. I said, my newsletter is my baby. Like people love it. I love writing it. And Instagram is where I'm most active, right? Like it's where you'll find me in the DMs. You can find me on Facebook if you want. Like I'm also on Facebook. It's the same name. And I will accept your friend request. Just let me know where you're coming from because <laughs> your girl gets a lot of like creepy friend requests. And <laughs> so, yeah, got to be careful. Um, I'm most active on Instagram. It is a public profile and I like to share on my stories and I'm essentially exactly as you saw me here today, kind of a mess, very loud, but very fun. Look at heart. You're not a mess. You're great. Stop it. You You know what? I'm going to follow the newsletter because I'm really curious about what you're putting out there. And you know, a lot of times coaches will work with, you know, their friend coaches and and learn from each other. So I'm really excited. In my group program, one of my friends just signed up for my group program. She messaged me, she's like, I'm signing up. And she's a fellow coach. And I'm like, amazing. You're amazing. I, of course, want you in the program. Yeah, I do, you know, support your friends. I do that all the time. Yes, that's important, guys. Support your friends if you're able to. And and, and not just because 
your friends because you actually see value out of it too, right? It's a bi-directional yeah. thing. And it's, it's one of those like really weird things. I actually think that has happened with social media and the rise of like influencer status is that people mm-hmm. are more likely to purchase a product or a course or a service recommended to them by an influencer than by someone they know. And I'm like, yes. what is it? What do we attach so much value and expertise to a hundred thousand followers? Like, do we know mm-hmm. what that, where that value of expertise really lies, lies in, right? Like if you came to me and you're like, Jess, you have to take this amazing course. That means way more to me. Cause I'm like, okay, well, I know Evelyn, like I know we like vibe. So she gets it. So it, it, and it's a weird thing that I think has happened with social media, like mm-hmm. influencing rise of people are like, oh, this person recommended this thing. So I have to do it. And I'm like, well, did they get paid to recommend it first? <laughs> <laughs> Is this a paid partnership? <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right. No, but yeah. you're right. It, it, we do tend to assign more value or authority when we see your profile, it has a hundred thousand plus followers um, or a million, you know, mm-hmm. you think that they have more authority and are more knowledgeable because of those vanity metrics. But let's face yeah. it. If somebody has enough money, they can purchase enough followers. So you have and, to do your research. Yeah. And they can make it happen. Have you seen the like staged photo shoot, like pictures? It's so that's what we were talking about before, right? Now it's so easy mm-hmm. to manipulate the truth. We know what people yes. like. We know what people are going to follow. You have enough money. You investigate. A, you investigate. Wow. You invest a hundred k into making your life look like a life you think is going to draw in the followers, and you can be successful mm-hmm. at that. So discernment, I think, is so important for people moving forward with this development of technology. Yes, exactly. But the most important point, guys, is to follow and engage with us. <laughs> Long story short, (laughs) we promise we have content that is going to inspire, motivate, and inform. Yes, yes. And it's great. You heard it here. Jessica's main platform is Instagram, right? Obviously, she's on Facebook and other platforms. We're going to link all of that in the details so you can follow, subscribe, sign up for the newsletter. I know I'm going to. We're already connected on Instagram, but this will be the next thing I do in our engagement. (laughs) Yay! That way I can learn more. And y'all heard it here. I'm going to Cape Verde at some point. (laughs) Just like any last words that you want to share with the audience? Um, No, you know, trust yourself. That's it. I like to tell people that, remind people to trust yourself above anything, anything out there. Short and sweet. Trust yourself. Trust yourself. And like we said earlier, you know, Jessica has this program that is launching the time this airs, it might be mid to end, but sign up for that wait list. Try to get a spot in the next one because from what I've read so far and what she's explained so far, it seems like it's going to be a really great program. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. And thank you so much, Evelyn, for having me on. This was such a wonderful way to spend my Saturday afternoon. You are so welcome. I had a really great time. Like I said, the energy, (laughs) the vibe was great. We got to share some amazing information, learn more about you. Those of you that are listening, I'm telling you, go to YouTube and watch the visuals because you'll be laughing (laughs) with us. (laughs) Yes, you will. You will. (laughs) Thank you so much for your time today and for joining me on this podcast and sharing your wisdom. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a complete pleasure. You are welcome. All right, guys, like I always say, preparation, accountability, execution, and resolve are keys to your success. Until next time. So as you know by now, we're all about informing and empowering women. Well, now there's the addition of the She Is Fab shop where there is empowered fashion, printables, journals, mugs, and face masks. Check it out at www.sheisfab.net. That way you can purchase something for the lady, woman, or girl in your life. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.